This is the PropTech VC Podcast. We give you unique insights into how innovative technologies are disrupting real estate. We interview top entrepreneurs, investors, and knowledgeable experts to share the inside scoop in this fast-moving industry. It's hosted by leading PropTech VC, Zane Jaffer. Let's dive into today's content. On today's PropTech VC show, we're joined by Sunny Janeja, the founder and CEO of Canopy Analytics. Canopy's an interesting company because I'm on the board of Canopy and we invested in their last round. Canopy helps operators benchmark their portfolio. And for owners, you can pick any KPI and track how the property executes against them in real time. Basically helping property managers automate their work and helping them prioritize. Sonny, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Zane. Really appreciate it. So Sonny, I'd love to start with an introduction. How did you end up running this startup and focusing on this particular problem set? Uh, that's a great question. So I actually got my start in real estate in 2008, probably like a lot of people. Um, the mortgage crisis was really kind of going on strong and, you know, there was a lot of opportunities to help people. So a lot of people's mortgages were underwater. We did loan modifications, ways to keep people in their house and make it so their mortgage wasn't underwater. And I just kind of got into real estate and I saw that it wasn't a very tech forward industry. There was a lot of opportunity. And ever since then, I was like, I want to do something in real estate and technology. And then as the years went on, I got more interested in multifamily, sort of the purpose that it plays in cities, like how it's important for housing, and then kind of saw the same problems in property management. Like they weren't really utilizing technology, it was creating a really poor resident experience, and in turn, it was hurting the financial performance of these different owners' portfolios. And you know, I, I was introduced to, to Sonny and Canopy from a former investor of mine, because I was a tech founder once. And dabbling into real estate, I was very frustrated with the reporting coming back to me from the various properties I had bought. And it seemed like it wasn't just a problem I was facing, it was a problem I, uh, you know, I, I work for a private equity fund, Bluefoot Capital. And we have the same problem. We use a lot of third party managers and the information coming to us just isn't sufficient. And it's, it's a constant source of friction. Yeah, I think what's really interesting about that too is, so we talked to hundreds and hundreds of operators before starting our company. And we're talking like teeny weeny syndicator, first deal they're doing hundred units, and then like PGIM, which is like one of the world's largest global real estate investment brands. And what surprised me is that problem was pervasive so much everywhere, right? Like people were staying up, keeping, like couldn't sleep at night because they were worried about what was happening at the properties. And they never really felt like they knew what was going on. and. It just felt like everyone in this industry has had, always had this question and there was a real opportunity to help solve that. You know, communication is very important. And th there's one thing about communication, which is just the aura of transparency. And that, that's, that's the outcome of being uh, frequent in your communication and consistent in your communication. And that's something a lot of people get wrong. The information isn't transparent. You only hear about problems after the fact. And then another element of this is losing credibility because information sometimes has issues. Data can, can be wrong. And the, the number of times I've personally caught things on the metrics that don't add up, right? This is, this is by the way, uh, information coming from Excel or information someone's emailing me. A lot, of, uh, a lot of our inboxes are flooded if we're in real estate with these weekly or monthly emails. And sometimes there's errors in those. And this seems to be, it, it's nonsense to me that real estate is this way today, still. Yeah, and you know, just to synthesize the property manager for a moment, like 
you know, that's probably the most common problem with Uber is like garbage in, garbage out. Like you're supposed to make these million dollar decisions, or even hundreds of million dollar decisions based on completely faulty data. And I really have to sympathize with the property manager because like they're on the ground, they're the ones trying to close work orders, fix toilets, like everyone's yelling at them. And like the best tools they have today is they go to the property management system, they download a bunch of reports, they copy and paste stuff from there to Excel. Then they're supposed to write up this email explaining exactly what's happening and why. And they're just struggling with the most basic thing of like, how do I keep my units occupied? How do I prevent people from leaving? How do I get them from not yelling at me because they're getting a rent increase? And it's a thankless job. Being a property manager, often when things are working well, success is when no one talks to you, right? And yeah. replies with a one-liner. Great job, thanks. It's when, <laughs> it's when things aren't going well where really you, you come under the scrutiny and there's tension. Yeah, and I mean, kind of talking about what you said earlier is one of the problems is that people don't know when things are going well or poorly, right? So you have these reports that are coming, you're not sure what's right, what's wrong. The property manager is thinking this is an afterthought of the job. And like, you know, if you both could see there was a clear problem and it was super obvious to both of you, you would naturally collaborate to solve that problem. And kind of what we've seen is like, that's what's been missing in real estate for so long. Is this sort of like, here's the one thing we both need to improve on. This is what we know exactly how to do it. This is the money we want to allocate to fixing it. And that sort of conversation never happens because you're never really able to get a sense of what's actually happening in the property. You know, being a PropTech investor, it feels to me like we are coming along, we are making progress in most areas of real estate and PropTech. We now are using AI in many interesting ways. We are using IoT devices. We have tenant engagement apps. We have smart access control systems. But the fundamental buying and managing of real estate and communication is still done in Excel. I'm, I'm shocked at how th there's two areas that I really think there's big opportunities in. And of course, this underpins why we invested in Canopy. Uh, one area is just the underwriting process, it's still mostly done by spreadsheet and you're relying on what the seller told you. And on the other hand, and relating to this is all the reports you get from the property and the management and how decisions are made in real estate um, is very poor. The quality of data you're getting out and how, how property managers report to their owners or I call investors. It, it, it just feels like the one area of property that still hasn't being fully digitized and is waiting to happen. Yeah, and like, let's just talk about some of the success stories in real estate. I think what's really worked in PropTech are these like very clear applications that have one purpose and then they just do the hell out of it, right? And they struggle a little bit with like, you know, becoming larger and doing it. But like the thing that really works for them is they typically don't have to integrate with the property management systems, which is this huge, ginormous headache. And then the other piece is that they, the ROI is like super clear, right? Like, you know, I think one of the most interesting trends right now is digital leasing and automated leasing. Like, you know, the best part about that is it's completely divorced of existing data, ideally, right? And then you have this prospect who's able to book a tour, sign a lease, all without talking to property managers. So it's very disconnected. And it also has one singular purpose. Like you want to get someone either to a tour or to a lease. And then one goal is really simple. And like, whereas reporting is like, you're looking through your entire portfolio. You're trying to find, okay, like, did we spend too much on marketing? Did we like spend enough on work orders? Like, 
Are people leaving because we're not closing work orders? Or is it because there's new supply in the market that is offering a more competitive product? And like these holistic questions are so big and like often too big for an individual property manager to like figure out, which is why it's been such a lagging problem, I think. You know, I, I ran a, an ad platform and you know, that, that's how I made my money. There was a, a very decent size acquisition that came out of that. And every decision we made in the company was underpinned by data. Should we change the size of the X button? Where should, you know, what color should the characters be in the ad? What should be in the ad itself? What should the call to action be? We, we, we had a culture where opinions don't matter. Just run experiments and get data. Now when it comes to real estate, I, I was shocked and horrified that major decisions being made, sometimes based on individual experience or just random intuition, or whatever you feel like on that day. Well, what color should we paint the walls? Which vendor should we use for this? How much should we increase our rents by? What 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 should we do with you know these assumptions? It's, it's nonsense, really. Um, for a tech person, it's been very hard to to get familiar with with how little data is used or incomplete. Because look, a little bit of data can be quite dangerous. Sometimes <laughs> you know it can be it can be. be um, very misleading because it's regionally specific, asset specific, and what worked at one company might not work at another. Even even uh, the the class of property you're dealing with too. Cl class A and class C very different ways of running. Yeah, and I think what's interesting about that too is like you know to your point, bad data is worse than no data, and I think that's one of the biggest problems that keeps these asset managers and regional managers and property managers up at night is they're making decisions all on their gut and their assumptions. And these are huge decisions. I mean, like a CapEx project can cost, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars per unit, right? Or it can like common area project can be very, very expensive. And they're like, you know, one of the nice things, you know, you worked in an ad tech company, you can run a quick experiment and looking for that equivalent in real estate has been hard. And that's one thing that's been really interesting about, I think, sort of these like the trend to want to get more data is I think people want to record data more often so they can see what's the result of it. And if they could get a good snapshot of what's actually happening, they can say like, well, we painted this blue and people stopped showing up. Maybe it's making everyone depressed. We should stop keeping it painted blue. <laughs>